tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley is on the air. Quiet on the set. We're all sound. Action. You can be part of the show by calling 392-TALK. That's 392-8255. Or hit the guys up on social media by tweeting to at Jeff Cardoza UF and at Pat underscore Dooley. The grill is hot and the beverages are ice cold. It's time to tailgate. Here's Jeff and Pat. And welcome in to another edition of the tailgate. Pat Dooley, Jeff Cardozo here with you. Dooley and Dozo. Wasn't that the name of our show at one time? I think so. What was that? 105 a game? Yeah, something like that. I can't remember all the different stations I've been on in my life. But yeah, Dooley and Dozo, we got a lot to talk about. Where do you want to start? Do you want to start with basketball? Do you want to move on to go right to the playoffs? Do you want to go to... You can't start with Georgia. Nobody wants them to I'm win. I'm talking about the NFL playoffs? Game. Basketball game. Oh. Oh, the NFL playoffs, the, what happened yes, over the weekend. Um, All three Florida teams making it, which is cool. First time... Uh, there was some bad information out there on an earlier show. I'm not going to say. Okay. 19, since 1999. Correct. I was in college. Do you want to know my story about that game? Sure. Or do you want to save it for later? No, you give me a story. I covered the Jaguar-Dolphin game that, that, that year. Because the Jaguars made it and the Dolphins made it, and they played in the first round. Yeah. And then, um, obviously, the Bucks made it. They got all the way to the conference final so i covered that game and um my dad went to that game nice i think it was the last actual sport well yeah last actual sporting event i think he went to so he went to that game and he was so proud that he got to see dan marino's last game and gene sarazen's last shot at the masters because that was the year he went to the masters too so um but do you know the score of that game i don't 62 to 7 and Marino I remember re- it was that big. He Marino got, retired. Yeah, he yeah. got done. I remember him walking past me going to the press conference, and he's w- literally wa- he walks right by where I'm standing, and he's whistling. <whistles> you know, I'm like, <laughs> wait, he's just trying to mask his disappointment. Yeah, what, what just happened? Here's another bit of trivia for you. Okay. Do you know what the score was of the Bucks game when they did lose? I'm Yeah, Bucks lost to the... Um, I'm trying to think who they lost to in the conference final. Who would they have lost to? They would have lost to the team that won at Rams, I guess. Maybe. It must have been the Rams. And I, w- I think I was at that game, too. I covered it in St. Louis. 11-6. Never thought I'd see another 11-6 game. And you just did. And I just did. Yeah. And now your Dolphins are in the playoffs. What about that? Get throttled by Buffalo. But I guess they're in, so it's at least good. It's first step in a new coach's. Yeah, we got to give yeah. them credit. Although, I mean, they, they should have been a lock. They went in, and then they really struggled. They're a different team without Tua. But, gosh, Tua may never play they, again. They may never get him back. You never know. So that is and also certainly. another good n- news thing, uh, DeMar Hamlin actually released from the yeah. hospital today. So. I was like, everybody was getting a little, I, you know, too excited about it. And I'm like, hey, he's still in the hospital. He's still calling him. Now I feel yeah. totally different. It'd be good. Yeah. 
He did it. It felt like he did it a little quicker than um, Keontae. It feels like Keontae it took longer, but I may be wrong about that. Keontae was on a Saturday. Anyway, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't remember the timeline there, but. I no. did talk to Mike White about Keontae after the game Saturday. Yeah. I, I saw him bef- proud of him. I saw him before the game, too, and I know he was kind of doing the, all right, I got to do this one time, say hello to everybody who covered us or talked to us and all these people from Gainesville, and it's the last time I'll ever have to do it. Now yeah. it's just a normal game from now on. So I think there was a little bit of that. I mean, I don't know how much he read of what I wrote or – Got upset with anything I did. Um, I doubt he read it. Yeah, I do too, but I don't care really. But I, I did think about that. I said, you know, what if I walk up to him? He goes, yeah, thank. You. I'm not shaking your hand. Yeah, it's crap you wrote. But no, he was hugged. We hugged, and it was really cool. Well, it was good to see him too. I like. I still like Mike White. I do. I had a lot of uh, great times with him. A lot of. Different things we did over the years. Sure. So, I mean, certainly. But as, but as you go through it, and, and, I, and I get it. I mean, obviously there was a lot that he did well, and he got the Gators of the tournament, which is what you want. I know Gator fans expected more than that. But, I mean, there was also a time that no other coach had gone for four straight years and actually won a game. I mean, he was the only one in the league that did that. So there was some good times. But then as you're sitting there watching the game, and, of course, I wanted Florida to win – but that was a typical Mike White game of what we well, saw here at Florida. Right, Jeff, and I hate to say this, but that was the kind of game he lost. He right, would lose. that's what I mean. So, and I, I, when, what I'm saying is not just score-wise. I'm saying he lost to a bad team. Came in with a 7-7 record, no quality wins, and they still don't have a quality win. Yeah, but but when you look at the, the Ken Palm rankings and all that other stuff, I mean, the Gators were favored by 8.5 in that game. Which I didn't. Which is crazy, and... They obviously they then, didn't cover. They fell behind, <laughs> behind, what, 12 or 13. So I was like, all right, we're down 20 or 21, whatever it might be, but the spread. What was the key to that game? And I'll, I'll tell you exactly what it was because you will never guess it. What you think it was? Yeah. You will never guess it. You came over and sat next to me yeah. at, at the game, and all of a sudden Gators went on a run, won the game. Well, I, think I actually – And then you left at halftime and never came back. I had people to talk to. I thought maybe I smelled. But it. I actually, right before that, was talking to Patrick Young, and I was—he was sitting in his wheelchair, and I was—I was down on a knee talking to him, so I didn't have to bend over. But then somebody actually came up to me when, because we started going a run when Patrick Young, when I was talking to him, it's like you can't get off that knee the entire game. We're coming back. <laughs> and I was like, my knee hurts right now, actually. <laughs> so maybe that started it. I don't know, but Could be. it just—you think about. Obviously, the huge lead, and then the Gators start coming back. But late in that game, like, George had only had six fouls as a team. So he let a lot of time run off the clock, not fouling, not putting the Gators on the line for one-and-ones. It was like the perfect situation. Like, you foul a bunch there, force the Gators to go to the line, and then you can maybe have them miss the front end of it. You had three opportunities there to force him into one-on-one, and he never took advantage of it. I'm just like, why is Well, you got to foul the right guys, too. Yeah, yeah, but why is the clock continuing to run and he's just letting it happen? It was just, it was Maybe weird. Maybe he always wanted it to be over with. 
and to, well, and to get won, out of there. He wanted to win the game more than anything. I, I know he did, but I'm just saying it. Um, and give credit to Kugel and um, Lofton for making those free throws at the end. Yeah. You're sitting there, you're going, oh, my. Boy, if they blow this one, because they were, they were, what, 0-3 in games decided by five points or less. Mm-hmm. Um, so, it, I mean, it's not a great win for Florida, but it's a a needed win. It kind of sure. it kind of goes like I was talking a lot about this on Wednesday of last week about how it wasn't a must win; it was a must not lose against Texas A and M. Mm-hmm. Now, then Texas A and M turns around and wins another big game. And they, 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 they're I think they finally gel, but that's not the point. The point was at that point you can't lose that game to Texas A&M more than you have to win it. This was more of a must-win game to me. You lose this game and you are kaput. Mm-hmm. You're 0-3 in the conference. Mike White just came in and beat you, so give him credit. Yep. Come back. Come back. And a lot of guys in double figures. Guys were making shots. Yeah. Myron Jones made shots. and I like about he, fell out of my chair. Yeah, he made yeah. a three and we, that's when we were together and I was like, oh my God, he made one. What happened? I know. I think he, he made was, another one. was three of four. I think he was, yeah. So, but yeah, five guys in double figures. That, that and, and Kugel almost got there. He got to eight. Yeah. So and Castleton played his ass off and only scored twelve points, but he was double teamed immediately every time and made some good passes off it. Um, you know, and and obviously the seven blocks were a big factor in the game as well. So that they were for once. It was a good day. You know, yeah, it was. All right, lots to talk about. Let's uh, get after it as uh, Tim is ready to chat. Tim, what's up? Welcome. Hey, boys. Uh, I just basically, you guys pretty much said almost everything I wanted to say. Um, it was so refreshing to be on the other side of a Mike White coach game and <laughs> to know what was going to happen, but to be excited about it. You know what I mean? <laughs> Instead yeah. of uh, fearful of, of the just the inability to manage the clock and it's all of it. <laughs> yeah, but the, the thing is, it's funny, is that also there was a lot of games that he coached here at Florida where they would go on the road and win, like at Kentucky and stuff, and you would go, golly, just when I was about to count them out. Um, and that was the funny – that I think was the biggest frustration for Gator fans with Mike was that you would have those games, but then you would have games like this one, you know, where you had a lead and couldn't hold it and you lost to a team that was 7-7. Seven seven. Yeah, it just – inconsistent you know can't always beat the teams you're supposed to and you know all that stuff but anyway um i did hear some sentiment before the game that you know florida fans should be really happy that mike white was here and we should all applaud when he comes out and you know we we should be the bigger people of this and to that i say hogwash the man left and took a job at georgia i will boo him if i see him walking down the street there's no acceptable reason for a florida coach to leave and go directly to georgia so yeah, that, but uh, hey, they did cheer for a coach who did leave here during the they game. Did, they did. Ron Kruger. They gave him a, a nice one. Ovation. Is the is the godfather of Florida sports, for lack of a better term, you know. Um, and then the last thing is, I really thought that the the inbounds play, which we know Mike White is, you know, highly regarded as a great baseline inbounds, you know, play drawer upper or whatever you want to describe it as. <laughs> I don't think that's a word, but go ahead. <laughs> I think it is, man. <laughs> drawer upper. Yeah, drawer upper. And but the the inbounds pass that that uh, he threw up the that Lofton threw up the back of that kid and then got fouled. I've seen that play before, but I don't think I'd ever seen anybody get three get a three point play out of it. You know, usually the guy that gets hit is smart enough to not turn around and then hack the dude. So mm-hmm. I, that was just 
I don't know. I, I just thought that was great. That really put a big smile on my face. And, yeah. and it put a smile on Lofton's face, and then Castleton came over. They were doing this dance. That, you know, I think that was a, a big point of huge. You know, the energy and sort of the, the turnaround late and making it happen. Yeah, it was awesome. It's obviously a, a play that you're taught, and but you still have to have the instincts to be able to do it. Well, and you right, also you have it. to have nobody on the ball under the basket, which was yeah. surprising. And, and well, the, he but, was there, and he turned his back, and then that's why he did it. I know, but as, as soon as that happened, I'm like, well, if he bounces this guy, ball off the guy's butt, he's going to get a layup. I literally thought that the moment before he did it. Um, because I, I was surprised that that was that, – yeah, that was a strategic error. Yeah. So, anyway, it was good weekend. It was good to get that W. Um, you know, in the long term and at the end of the year, no one's going to probably look back and say, well, that went over Georgia's, what's really going to push Florida into the, into the field. I don't think, but beating Mike White, you know, that, that's got to help the kids. I'm sure there's a lot of motivation on the team from yeah. the remaining players, the ones that were actually here before, to uh, to get that W. So, anyway, good weekend. Thanks, guys. All right, Tim. Appreciate you. Yeah, not a lot of them still left that were recruited by him. Um, no, but you could tell that Mike White knew that Castleton was the difference maker yeah. and the plan that he had on him. And th- there was one where their foul was called – and Castleton got a couple free throws, and Colin hadn't even scored yet. And I looked down at Mike White, and, and he was really upset. It's almost like he probably had a mindset or told the team, like, we're going to hold him to single digits, and that's the way we win this game. And But it started, and he ended up only getting 12, but they took him away for purposely. And, I mean, rightfully so. He has been the team, but if the Gators can start shooting and other guys can start making it, like – if you would have asked me coming into that game, Lofton's not the answer at point guard because I know he averages like we three assists. It, he yeah. hasn't done much, and you know it's not an SEC point guard, but then he finally has a good game. So maybe it's starting to all come together. Well, and I asked this question uh, of Todd after the game, which some people were saying, like, well, why did you ask that question? I said, I said, was he surprised how much Lofton played? And did he see something that – you know, or was it just Bonham having a an off day? I should, but I didn't say the word point guard. And so everybody goes, "Why did you ask?" Well, I meant point guard. In fact, I went up to Todd afterwards. Like I meant to say point guard, but Bonham had been playing a lot of the point guard because Kyle hadn't been doing anything. You know, and and it'd been I think a major disappointment so far. But that looked like the guy we were ever uh, we thought we were Florida was going to get. Mm-hmm. You know. This guy who uh, did a lot of great things uh, at St. Bonaventure, and he played like he averaged thirty-eight minutes a game there, and he, you know, he's averaging like over thirty here. I wouldn't, me- I didn't mean that he was playing, but that he moved to point guard. But again, Bonham had one of those days that uh, sometimes young kids have. O for four, really didn't play a whole lot because he just wasn't off. Sometimes you're off, sometimes you're on, sometimes you got to play through it. All right, well, we're on, but we're about to go off just for a quick break, though. We'll come back and uh, keep it going. Titan MRI Hotline is getting after it here on a Sonic Sound Off Monday. Gainesville Sports Center, here's what's trending now on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Good afternoon, I'm Jensen Young. The college football season officially comes to an end tonight with the national championship game between the number one Georgia Bulldogs and the number three TCU Horned Frogs. Tune in for coverage of that game right here at 6.30. The Gator basketball team hits the road, headed to Baton Rouge to take on LSU tomorrow. 
The Tigers are 12-3 on the season, while the Gators are just one game over 500 with an 8-7 record. Both teams are 1-2 in the conference when both are looking to get their second SEC victory. Finally, the Orlando Magic hit the court tonight against the Sacramento Kings. The Magic currently hold the 12th spot in the Eastern Conference, while Sacramento is in the playoff picture with the 5 seed. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Jensen Young. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Hey Gator Nation, it's Jamil here from the Mealy Pop Shop. Gainesville is home for all things sports cards, collectibles, memorabilia, autographs, Pokemon, Funko Pop, comics, coins, and more. Just wanted to share with you information about our new website, MealyPops.com. Well, Jamil, the website is fantastic. I was on there last night. You've got a ton of sports cards, Pokemon boxes, and packs. I even jumped into one of the online breaks, and guess what? I won some sweet stuff. Yeah, man, the website's got links to even all our social media accounts and info on the shop. We can't list everything on the store, so come on by the shop for a selection over 1 million cards and unopened boxes and packs. Remember, MealyPops.com, M-E-E-L-Y-P-O-P-S.com, and we are also open every Tuesday through Sunday, located here in town by the Santa Fe College sign off 39th Avenue. Thank you so much for your support, Gator Nation, and as always, Go Gators! There's a ton of things I love doing. That's why I have so many fun jobs and why I try so hard to make it to the kids' concerts, recitals, and games. But with everything that's going on, it doesn't leave me much time to take care of the chores at home. And since I hate chores, especially cleaning, I let the experts handle that one for me. Each week, a fully trained team from Molly made dust, vacuum, wipes, cleans, whatever I need them to do in the house, leaving me more time to do the things I enjoy. Molly made is fully insured and is ready to do your dirty work for you as well. Call them up at 378-7755 or check them out online at mollymade.com. They're made for this. Here are your three grilled cheeseburgers. Enjoy your Sonic. So what came first, the grilled cheese or the burger? So you know the burger had to come first. You go back hundreds of years. Oh, cheese has been around hundreds of years, too. Uh, What do you get when you combine a grilled cheese with a cheeseburger? The new Sonic Grilled Cheeseburger. Made with 100% pure seasoned beef and Texas toast. Try one half price in the app. Wow, this is a good debate. Online only or in the Sonic app. Add-ons extra. Limit one. Not good with other offers. Limited time only at participating Sonic drive-ins. Well, everybody knows that Meldon Law is the only official injury law firm partner of the Florida Gators. However, since we opened our doors in 1971, we've been the community partner with over 600 scholarships awarded through our Meldon Law Scholar-Athlete Program, as well as our Veterans Making a Difference initiative. Meldon Law has offices in Gainesville, Ocala, and Lake City. MeldonLaw.com, where we won't back down. This is Florida Gator head football coach Billy Napier, and you're listening to The Tailgate with Jeff Cardoza and Pat Dewey, right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. Welcome you back. Dools and Dozo here with you. Dakota, got your message. And, uh, yep, it's on the way. 
So have no fear. It will be there. That doesn't rhyme. I was trying to say here. What are you being a mule or something? I was trying. I like using uh, alliteration. Every time, because we 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 get this show while it while we're doing this this show, but we get it on the TV for some reason. J Hud. Yeah, and every time I look at it, I go, "Is that Jalen Hurd that signed that?" Remember That's Jaylen Mario Hurd? Lopez. I know that fact that she has them on tells you the level of her guest. Um, <laughs> remember Jalen Hurd though? He was. A Did great, you ever watch Say by the Bell? Player. I don't know that I ever watched a episode or I I'm aware of the show so you don't even you don't understand the lovely Kelly Kapowski no wow I don't that name and then Jesse was the the girl that went on to do showgirls yes the movie showgirls that's what when I I never saw that movie either but when it was being advertised I go oh yeah I think that's girls from say but I never really watched say by the bell um I did watch a good movie this weekend when Karen I mean, suggested is you, you and Steve Urkel would have been like... I never watched that show either. Identical. I didn't watch a lot of TV during that era. Okay. That you was know. like my growing up era. So Yeah, that was my go out. Go so. out party era. Yeah. But we watched this movie that was a sequel to Knives Out, which um, I can't remember the name of it. But anyway, but it was really good. Pretty good. Okay. I didn't watch bunch of celebrities out. in it. Yeah, I did watch the first Avatar over the weekend, so I can now go oh, watch the, the second one? Avatar. I never had seen the first one. And your thoughts? I liked it. Actually, it was much different than I thought it was going to be. So I enjoyed it. Seeing it in the theater the first time, you got it. it you walked away just visually, wa- you know, worn out. Yeah, how it was cool so, that thing was. So amazing. I didn't like the movie itself that much. My wife doesn't like it at all. Really? So we will not be seeing Avatar two. Huh. The search for I wanna, Spock. I want to go see it now, <laughs> just because I watched the first one. So first one was I, I. I don't know. It was okay. It was good. Like some movies, like I don't like, and the world likes, you know. But I'm not necessarily that big a fan of. Like Top Gun Maverick is one of them. Yeah, should win all the awards for anything visual, but the movie itself to me wasn't that good. Now, a lot of it's a number one movie of the year. Yeah, of just because it was. People were wanting something like that. And I think it was more because they wanted a sequel. You yeah, know? and they finally got it. Yeah, not all sequels are good. No, not all the originals. Caddyshack too. Yeah, that was bad. <laughs> not all the originals are good. So we're hoping for a Cattleman two someday. What's up, Mikey? <laughs> hey guys, thought I'd hit y'all up a little early uh, today. Got some good content. Okay. I think. Uh, let's talk a little uh, outside of this uh, SoFi game and then about the game itself and TCU guys. Been hearing some interesting stuff y'all might or might, might not be aware of. Guys, um, y'all been to these uh, ball games over the years. Um, you know, a lot of times the team, the fans of the team get stuck in the end zones and the local yokels from the Chamber of Commerce get stuck on the 50-yard line. Um, have y'all seen these reports coming out of SoFi? Um, no grills, no tailgating. Yep. Yeah. I saw a sign for it today with, yeah. uh, at the stadium. No tailgating. You, know, I think you they, can smell I think the atmosphere. They, somebody tweeted out. <laughs> yeah, I think what they did there was is um, no grills, no tents. I don't think they said you can't. You know, it's, whip a, the, a it says on the sign no tailgating. Yeah, but I, I, I've been listening to this, Pat. I'm pretty sure it, it generally boils down to no no grills, no tents. But I, I think you can drink some beer behind your truck yeah, in the parking I, lot. I, I think they're going to – I will tell you this. I bet you there are 
issues getting people into the stadium because they're all going to wait till the last minute because they're going to be at some bars out, out there. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I remember back in the old days going to see Huey Lewis in the news at the Jacksonville Coliseum, Jeff, way back in the old days. And we got there way early because we wanted to sit outside of our cars and have a few beers before we went in. And they said, can't do that. Can't drink it. I go, this is the same place where it's known as the world's largest outdoor cocktail party. How can you say that now for Huey Lewis we can't have a beer? But they they didn't let us. Well, you know, guys, everything's different around the bowl games, hospitality packages, you know, tickets around your neck and all that jazz. But I'm also hearing this, guys, get this one. This is even worse. $17 Pacifico and Modelo drafts. $17 damn dollars for a beer and they're not even going to give you a can. Yeah, I really – I think – the Atlanta Falcons had the right idea, but nobody's really followed, which is they charged regular prices, and so they sold more, so they made more money, mm-hmm. and they, like, led the NFL that year, and I don't know. I guess they're still doing it that way, but I don't know why. $17. There's not – here's the thing. There is not a beer in the world I would pay $17 for. I would and never be that desperate. And draft? Well, I prefer draft beer to Kansas. Yeah, but so. the problem is you, you want to have one, so you're going to buy one, but then yeah. – like, but you could buy one anywhere. You could buy one when you leave. You yeah, but you're not going to sit there for four hours and not have a beer at no, a game. I could. I've, no. I've done it for. Well, that's because you're working. 40 years. You're sitting yeah. in the stands. You're not. No, I. You've got to sit there and I enjoy could, a beer. I could sit there without having one beer. Okay. There is no doubt in my mind. Could I sit there without what? having five? No. I don't know if I could do that. And that would cost me uh, $85. So. Well, moving along here, guys, this is a whole show probably, but um, every time I hear one of these reports, guys, or stories, I think a 12-pack of Natty Light and a little Caesar's pizza sounds better and better by the day at the at the shed. Yeah, no, there's no question, especially, I mean, what about the Georgia fans that went to Indy last year, and now all of a sudden you're asking them to go all the way to L.A.? Imagine what that flight would have been. What's the over and under, guys, on uh, drunk Georgia fans that tailgate anyway or hammer uh, you know, a pint of Jack Daniels in the parking lot? I, I'd say we're going to see some of those stories, too. Sure. Oh, there are going to be some arrests. I promise you that. Uh, yeah. All right, moving along quickly here to the game itself, guys. I've been hearing a little more about TCU. Y'all, I'm sure, are aware of some of these things. But apparently when the Southwest Conference broke up, guys, they did the um, Big 12 didn't even want TCU. Yeah, they've always been the uh, the – kind of uh, odd man out in that state um you know and that's why I'm, I'm i've actually watched all their games this year so i'm really excited about them i believe they were picked maybe fifth or seventh something crazy yeah. in the preseason conference uh media poll and weren't they i believe five and seven last year and fired they were uh, what, whatever happened to that coach Patty? gary patterson is a yeah. dc for or he's on the staff is it tech it's not tech is it texas I'll have no. to look that up. He's or Utah. No, I'll have to look it up. I know he's somewhere. How does that happen? Here's a guy that's got a 15-year track record of conference championships. I've heard he's a you know a horse's butt, he but is. he's a very well-respected yes. coach in the industry. He, he couldn't find a, a SWAC job or a you know Houston or somebody needed a coach. How the hell does he wind up somebody's coordinator? Well, I think when you um, not only that that guy has a statue out in front of the stadium. Um, but when you are a horse's patoot, uh, sometimes that can hurt you getting a job. Although Bobby Petrino just got hired for something. 
Hey, last thing on the way up to our guys, I think we're all frogs tonight, and um, I'm still one of these guys, you know, Stetson Bennett, I don't think we're going to see him in the NFL. We need to, Stetson Bennett to play like the walk-on scrub he truly is. Y'all hang in there. All right, Mike, thank you. I, well, I would never call him a walk-on scrub. In fact, I think he's undervalued for the player he's been. And Billy Napier offered him a scholarship. He was actually supposed to go to Louisiana. Until Georgia came in at the last second yeah. and said, we'll, we'll make you a little yeah, deal. Yeah, I mean, um, look, I don't care. I, like a lot of people say, I could run that offense. I could run that team. And come on, the guy's pretty smart. He's got confidence. He believes in himself. Yeah, a little swag to him. He, I, I mean, got no problem with He was almost perfect in that fourth quarter to bring him back and win the game. So, And that's what he does. Sometimes he's not great, and then he gets great when they need him the most. So, And I, and I think the Gary Patterson thing – you know, a lot of guys don't immediately jump to a, another job if it's at that lower level. They'll want to take a year off, do something different to find the right situation. You're not just going to bail to all of a sudden go take a swack job or whatever it might be because you feel like you're better than that. And he might find that there's no offers out there to inevitably be that right. way. I mean, to me, that Dan Mullen on TV, I mean, he's well, probably got some offers, but you're not going to just jump ship and go to some small school when you've been at Florida and in the uh, SEC a couple times. Well, and he I, – I was right. He is a special assistant to the head coach at Texas. So um, – but he – I forgot this. He was – I think they were three and five. I'm looking it up here. But three and five, and they were they were telling him, we're not going to bring you back next year, and he went ahead and quit on them right there. Again, that's quitting on your team. That's the kind of guy he is. Yeah. I'm not a big fan of this. I can tell. I'm a big fan of Sonny Dykes, though. And Sonny Dykes found a quarterback. A he quarterback did. that wasn't even the starter at the beginning of the year. And turned into... And hopefully he turns into performance of a lifetime. Turned tonight. into your Heisman winner. No. Yours. Oh, mine? Yeah, I yeah. voted for him. That's what I mean. But it, that doesn't get you anything. It should. It gets you. It helped get you to New York. That's all it did. Yeah, it did. All right, we're going to get us to a break and then come back and... Keep it going. You're listening to the tailgate powered by Gatorland Toyota. If it's happening with the Gator Nation, hear it here first. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Want to start a career with a local company that's been in business for almost four decades, proudly serves the growing needs of our community, and has excellent pay and benefits? Join the quality plumbing team today. From high school grads to apprenticeships, journeymen to master plumbers, quality plumbing can help you build a rewarding career in a high-demand industry. Earn while you learn. Endless opportunities for advancement in job security. Visit qualityplumbing.com today to learn more. License number CFC043073. The barbecue dream began just before the Gators started winning a bunch of championships in the mid-2000s. And more than a decade later, I'm grateful to Gainesville. Just want to say thanks for helping us put the ribs back in barbecue. Hey, this is Adam of Adam's Rib Company. And my wife Michelle and I just love seeing thousands of you that have made our restaurant a place to gather, chat, root on the Gators, and chow down on some barbecue. From their slow-smoked ribs, pork, or chicken with flavors that are fantastic to homemade side dishes of anything imaginable, there's a reason why I use Adam's for a ton of my lunch 
lunch breaks in between the many jobs. From game day ordering to that special event where you don't want to cook, we're here to help. Whether it's an intimate setting amongst friends or a tailgate party for the game, we'll fix you up right with the freshest meats and ingredients to make sure your barbecue package is complete. So check them out online at adamsribco.com, but be prepared to drool when you see the menu, or better yet, stop by their dining location on 13th Street or the place that Northwest Gainesville has fallen in love with, the new carryout spot on 43rd and 53rd, right across the street from Publix. If you still can't find them, just stick your nose out the window. It'll guide you to the best barbecue in town. Well, we all hope to be at the top of our game with everything we do. Hard work certainly helps, but so does preventing things from going haywire. So for me, it's maintaining my physique with a little less gummy bears. For those with AC units, it's a maintenance plan that'll keep you cool all year long. And there is nobody better at it than Crystal Air and Water. They've got fast service and flat rates with no surprises, no contracts, no pressure, and you can cancel any time. Their four-tier preventative maintenance plan has something to suit whatever need you have. So when you need to feel secure that your AC unit is at the top of its game, a call to Crystal Air and Water is one you want to make. From the UF Weather Center, here is your WRUF weather update. Temperatures getting cold tonight. They'll drop into the low 40s by early tomorrow morning. Winds from the north, partly cloudy skies early, turning mostly sunny tomorrow afternoon. All have seasonably cool high temperatures getting to the upper 60s. Lows Wednesday morning in the low 40s again, but turning a little bit warmer by Wednesday afternoon. Abundant sunshine, highs in the lower 70s. From the UF Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Megan Borowski. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. Jerry in New York. I think Aaron Rodgers is really a terrible teammate. Reminds me of a guy bad-mouthing another receiver on his team because he felt like he wasn't getting enough passes. You know what I'm talking yeah, about? Yeah, I wasn't getting enough passes. The hell you mean? They drafted me to give me the passes. They didn't draft me to yeah. stand around. He, that Wayne Krebet was something else. He, Jay, and Max. Weekday mornings at 6 right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Hoop, there it is with Steve Russell and ESPN's Mark Wise. Monday mornings at 11, right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. The tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley continues here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. And on your phone with the WRUF radio app. never heard this before it was a live version of i've got my mind set on you uh it was harrison and eric clapton was playing lead guitar on it, it was really good it must nice. have been from a concert it was really good it was really good. again i know you're interested but that, that guy's name was todrick i've never heard of him but todrick that's yeah. just he's a one-name guy like todrick the cowboy pele and madonna we can google it and see who he really is but. remember when you could like you could do a top 10 of the one-name people and that's about you had to Stretch to get with a tent. Now everybody's got one name. There he is. Cardozo. Todrick <laughs> Hall. What does he do? Sell hats? <laughs> he was a top 12 finalist on American Idol. 
So maybe that's, that's why she the has Jay him Hook on the show. Connection. I yeah. got it now. Yeah. He uh, sang Attention Hoss Party, H A U S Party. You know that song? No. Me neither. I do not know that song. I'm an old school rap guy. I don't have much of the. I don't know. That may not be a rap song. It may be something else. I don't know. Um, I just know he had a goofy hat on. You know, I think a lot of people saw this, and, and I thought this was really interesting. But Quay Walker, who, speaking of Georgia, went to Georgia, mm-hmm. first round pick of the packs. Did you see where he shoved the mm-hmm. trainer? Well, he yeah. comes out and apologizes today. Durr. But it's the <laughs> second time this year that he's been kicked out of a game. So it's it's really interesting to me to see like that didn't happen at Georgia. So is it the coach now that he's with? That's a good question. That just allows him to be himself and that he's just not not a good person or just has some issues? Because why wouldn't that have happened at Georgia? So then the Packers think that he's fine, select him in the first round, he's very talented, but you get thrown out of two NFL games in one year and one is for shoving a first responder basically like a you know a, a doctor on the field yeah. after what just happened last week like what the heck is wrong with that dude I that's a good question I really don't know um so I just I I sit there and I think and I wonder about because there's it's happened before like at Alabama too like you 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 see some players they get to the next level Alabama guys who never had disciplinary issues or maybe they did and they were all covered up I mean that's that the one be. thing that I think about too like are these guys really just bad people and cops Jeff, covered you, it up or are you going to be more head coach af- covered it up afraid of Nick Saban or Matt LaFleur yeah Nick Saban exactly I'm probably Saban, more afraid of Kirby Smart than I am yes Matt well, LaFleur that is about and when we talk about um building a culture mm-hmm it's it's just kind of a generic phrase that gets thrown out there, but that's part of building the culture, yeah. making guys do the right thing, you know. Um, and uh, and you would hope that that then continues yes. with the rest of their life, but some obviously don't. Not everybody does. What about was it Rasul Douglas that went in there and and stopped the ball from being snapped? And they co- it was really they cost weird. It cost him fifteen yards, and, they, and it made the field goal. But it easier. wasn't because of the. That he then punched the guy in yeah. the face right after that. Well, it's two bad things he did. Uh, it was just weird that I don't know if he was trying to get a delay a game. No, or he. Something. I, I finally read what he was doing. I I was guessing on what it was, but it it was that fl- the they were calling timeout, and he wanted to make sure they didn't snap it and get a get free a practice, practice kick, kick, which you still can't do. You know, you can't stop. <laughs> but it. he looked over to the sideline. It's like they told him to go yeah. do it. But you're not in charge of the football. Yeah. Unless. Unless you're catching it or throwing it or, or snapping it, you're not in charge of placing the ball or anything. So, yeah, that was that was it was a but it was still I got the result I wanted. I don't want the Packers to go. And I turned on the Packers back. Well, and you and you got your wish and and see again why I can't bet. The Packers had won all those games down the stretch. Lafleur like basically had never lost in December. All you got to do is win at home against Detroit, which. Earlier, like minutes earlier, had found out they were done. Eliminated. They were eliminated from the playoffs. And then they go in and beat you. So, yeah, I know you. I think you, I know you think that that coach is a little bit of a psychopath, but 
I've warmed up to him. I, I think he does a good job. I think people play for him hard. And I don't know if you saw the year that Anzalone had, yep, he but did. he had like 120 tackles. Well, played really good for him. It's kind of funny because, you know, whenever they do hard knocks in the preseason, that team tends to suck, struggle. Mm-hmm. So you're thinking, well, I don't know why anybody, lo- you have to let him in because they have a rule, you know, the NFL, you have to, everybody's got to re- rotate as far as doing it. So you have to do it. Although I can't remember them ever doing the Patriots. Have you? Well, they haven't done everybody yet. Uh, maybe not. Maybe they'll never do the Patriots. Maybe Belichick won't let that happen somehow. But, um, but every time they do come in, it's it. And so when they start off so bad, and you're also who is Dan Campbell? And and if you watch Hard Knocks, you literally walk away from going, this team will not win a game. They they just look like a dysfunctional situation. And what were they? What was it? Two and eight at the start, something like that. But a lot of close games that but, they weren't winning. And now, I, 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 I don't know. I may root for them. I don't know. I, I now I kind of like him. I mean, obviously he's a good coach. But everybody thought it was a bad hire. It's not like I'm the only person who thought it who doesn't know anything and never met the guy. Just watch Hard Knocks. Everybody thought it was a bad hire. They couldn't understand it. Now here he is. Uh, was this close to getting in the playoffs? Had a chance. In the yeah, last team game. played hard for him. Yeah. Certainly a uh, – But that game, you're right. Players that, coach. I mean, can you imagine being in Vegas and as soon as – so it was Seattle winning that knocked them out, right? Mm-hmm. As soon as Seattle wrapped that game up, you you just throw $100,000 on the line yeah, and go, Packers, yeah, man. Packers are at home. Yeah. They're not going to lose that game. It's, and, I mean, the spread was only four. Oh, Packers will win by four easy. And then it just doesn't happen. I didn't even watch m- much of that game. In fact, I didn't watch the end of it because I, I said, ah, the Packers are going to win this game. We know they are. Mm-hmm. Didn't happen. I, I remember I was laying in bed, and I, you know, I like to look at Facebook and all these uh, different – it's always clips that they send me of Conan and Seinfeld and stuff like that. Just like to laugh before I go to bed. And also I go, hey, I had to check on that game. And I saw the final, and I went, holy crap. What a weekend. It was an unbelievable weekend. And I don't know if you did, and you may probably don't know, but for some reason I got the red zone on Sunday. And I didn't even know where the red zone was. <laughs> I think I accidentally hit the numbers, 270. I think I was trying to hit 250 just to kind of, you know, that NFL does that yeah. thing where they they will go to a game sometimes, but they wouldn't go to the Dolphin game. And I'm like, why, why would they ever go to the Dolphin game? There must have been a deal where they couldn't show much of it. Of course, it, also, it was a terrible game. Um, and then all of a sudden, I think I went to hit 250 and I hit 270 by mistake. And all of a sudden, I'm watching it and I'm like, this isn't the NFL Network. This is the red zone. They haven't gone to a commercial in an hour. You're loving it. I couldn't get out of my chair, though, because <laughs> all the games were such a big deal, you know. You were. Kyle Trask got a little playing time for the first time. Didn't fare too well. Eh, he had a bunch of scrubs in there. Three of nine play. for 23 yards. He did throw it deep on one play. He's fine. He's That's not that's not why they lost. That's not. But think about this. Coach Furrier brought this up in his uh, in the podcast today. So all three teams from the state of Florida we talked about earlier, 1999 was the last time. Um, their combined record's one game over 500. Mm-hmm. State of Florida, baby. We do it the hard way. That should be our motto. 
actually, it would be good on the license plates. What is it now, Sunshine State? Mm-hmm. We do it the hard way. <laughs> that we do. All right, let's get a break. We'll come back and wrap up the first hour. Again, if you want to be a part of the Titan MRI hotline, call us up, 392-8255. You're listening to The Tailgate. Gainesville Sports Center, here's what's trending now on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Good afternoon, I'm Jensen Young. The college football season officially comes to an end tonight with the national championship game between the number one Georgia Bulldogs and the number three TCU Horned Frogs. Tune in for coverage of that game right here at 6.30. The Gator basketball team hits the road, headed to Baton Rouge to take on LSU tomorrow. The Tigers are 12-3 on the season, while the Gators are just one game over 500 with an 8-7 record. Both teams are 1-2 in the conference, when both are looking to get their second SEC victory. Finally, the Orlando Magic hit the court tonight against the Sacramento Kings. The Magic currently hold the 12th spot in the Eastern Conference, while Sacramento is in the playoff picture with the 5 seed. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Jensen Young. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. It's known as a small place with a big taste. If you don't know what I'm talking about, you're really missing out. The place that's been voted best cheesesteaks in Gainesville, it's called Big Mills. Serving 100% top butt sirloin, 100% chicken breast on their cheesesteak sandwiches, Big Mills has a big taste. They also offer sausages, hot dogs, burgers, and salads with a baseball theme inside that every diehard is going to want to see. They've also got ice cream and milkshakes to wash it all down, so come on down to 2111 13th Street, right next to Adam's Ribs and see why Big Mills is a small place with a big taste. The holidays are here, and as much as we like friends and family coming over, sometimes there are those few that make the house smell like poo-poo. Well, there's an easy solution for the ones you don't want in the house. Show them the outhouse, because with Florida Portable Services, it's as easy as you not liking that casserole that Grandma brought over. They provide portable toilets, restroom trailers with AC, and you can even listen to music and watch TV while you pee. Call 1-800-864-5387 and book your reservation today. Here's an unexpected, unplanned, and unprecedented buying opportunity from International Diamond Center. A massive store-wide clearance sale. Now through January 15th, IDC's on a mission to clear out excess inventory. We've slashed prices on a multi-million dollar selection of rings, earrings, pendants, bands, bracelets, and more. You save 20, 30, even 40% on selected pieces of exquisite jewelry. And because IDC doesn't play the mark-up-to-mark-down game, you know these discounts are the real deal. Hoop earrings. Save 33% off IDC's already low price. Diamond stud earrings, marked down 28%. Fashion bracelets, 30% off. Fancy yellow diamonds, save an incredible 40%. Extreme values in virtually every category. If you have a special occasion coming up this year, or if you just love an unbelievable deal, you can't miss this special savings event. It's IDC's surprise clearance sale with unprecedented discounts store-wide. Outrageous savings. Now through Sunday, January 15th only. And only at International Diamond Center. Get showroom direction, store hours, and learn more at shopidc.com. Presented by AT&T, the top-ranked Georgia Bulldogs look to defend their title. We didn't build this program hoping for one-year wonder. While the TCU Horned Frogs are one step from one of the more improbable runs in college football history. Number one, Georgia. Third-ranked TCU. Coverage starts tonight at 6.30 right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. 
From the film room to every fourth down conversion, football lives here. We are ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and online at WRUF.com. This is the voice of the Gators, Sean Kelly, and you're listening to The Tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley. Right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. Sometimes you don't realize until Seth charms his way to get it out there without the vocals. Yeah. Makes a difference. Yeah, no, but that's good. That it does. And, and certainly good to be talking uh, something positive about Gator basketball as the uh, the men get it done. Ladies ended up losing yesterday. Double-digit lead. To Georgia. Georgia had a big, big comeback. It's almost the opposite of what we saw didn't the they make before. like 17 free throws in the fourth quarter or something? I I I forgot the game was, and then I, oh man, I got to check and see how the ladies did, and I went, oh man, yeah, lost again. Would have been nice. Um, nice to sweep Georgia. Yeah, certainly so. But Not, oh, but it's got to be nice for Todd Golden to get the first one, at least in the oh, SEC. Yeah. He'd lost a couple times, and now LSU tomorrow night. Somewhat of a quick turnaround. The, I tell you the the staccato of of. Um, may not be the right word, but the cadence or whatever of Todd Golden press conference was totally different than all the other ones he's done. Yeah. Um, it was very rapid, and he was talking and excited, and, you know. And I, I, I think that he would never probably admit it, but I think the game weighed on him too. Just not, But I think it more weighed on him that they were 0-2 and 7 at 7 mm-hmm. than anything. Um, you know, and, it, and that he saw progress. But I still don't and, – and, Jeff, you and I were talking about it when we were sitting together there, I couldn't believe the lack of energy before when that game started uh, on Florida's part. It just like the introductions come, they just kind of saunter out on the court. Okay, yeah, we're here. We're going to play a game. I, I don't know. They I, maybe there needs to be a change in what they how they present. Yeah, they they always start off slow though. I mean, you look at a lot of the games this year. It's there's not much of that, or at least there's a just lot of not twenty much. point halves to start the game. Sure, yeah. and the second half is always better, but sometimes you're so far behind. Luckily, they made the run right there before the end of the half to get back in it. But at one point, they had missed nine straight shots, and I think that's when it got to be twenty three to ten. Twenty three ten, yeah. And you're all of a sudden, man, like here we go again. There's not anything there, and then they just started making shots. And I mean, the the way that it turned out, the Gators ended up shooting for the game. 49% and Georgia was only at 38%. So it does show you that they have the ability to to do something. But I just think well, and when being it comes home, I think they shot better both yeah. these games because they were home. But when it comes down to it, I think it's a lot of what we saw with the football team. They just don't have the players that are going to allow you to win at this level. The I, difference is their best player does have the it factor in terms of desire and mm-hmm. fight and competitiveness um he's not incredibly talented though you know castleton i mean he's he's a really i mean you love having him on your team yeah um and again 12 points but seven block shots and played his butt off i mean we're, we were there so yeah. you could see it but 
Um, but yeah, I just don't think talent wise they're any. I mean, again, we, I don't know if you. I'm sure you didn't watch any, but I didn't either because it was on the same time as Florida Georgia. But Alabama, what they did to Kentucky, mm-hmm. they pulled their pants down. They literally pulled their pants down. They beat what they beat by twenty five. Alabama and Tennessee are going to be hard to deal with in the tournament. I I don't know if regular season Rick has a team that's good enough, you know, to go further as that's what Cattleman or Bobo, as I like to call him, calls him. (laughs) Um, But um, man, Alabama's really good. Yeah. And I again, I don't know. I don't know what goes all into college basketball recruiting but he just keeps bringing his studs at Alabama Nate Oates he must be really good at it transfers freshmen I mean a lot of really good players a lot of them and then Auburn turns around and beats Arkansas after getting embarrassed by Georgia by Georgia which you're you're sitting there going okay this isn't going to be another year where nothing makes sense the one thing that makes sense Alabama is the best Tennessee's a close second, and then there's a lot of people buying for and, third. And Kentucky gets Shreveway back, and you're thinking, oh, okay, well, then they're going to be good. Like, how are exactly. they not good? I don't understand. They get Shreveway and Severe Wheeler back for another year. Mm-hmm. They bring in, the, like, the number one recruiting class in the country, and they stink. I, at some point, Kentucky fans are just going to go, you know what? Time for Cal to go. Yeah. Well, of course, I'm sure right now they're that's what talk shows are saying. It may be time for Cal to go because they have the idiots, Kentucky idiots. Yeah. <laughs> but when I saw that score, I just like holy cow! In fact, it was on my uh, serious. You know, I j- I flipped it over trying to find a game, and I was like, this one's over. And look at the score! I couldn't believe it. You know, Tennessee killing South Carolina w- at South Carolina. Certainly, it's not a good look for South Carolina with a new coach, but um, but that score, I, boy, they they're going to be tough to deal with. Well, I mean, they ha- might have one of the top five picks in the draft, yeah. on their team too. So that that helps a lot when you got a really good player. But we'll see. But well, at least uh, remember, Georgia uh, a couple of years ago yeah, had Anthony what's his name? Anthony Edwards, uh, Goose, yeah, one number one pick. It was one, of, yeah, number one pick. Would they win five games or eight games or something like that? So. He was also, and if you haven't watched this yet, I think you need to. Okay. Which where where are we going with this? Because we I just said five things. Anthony Edwards. Okay. He is the actor or the player. The player. Okay. Is an actor in that new Adam Sandler movie that's on Netflix about him being an assistant basketball coach and scout. Really good movie. What is it called? I'm trying to remember because I. Is is it new, new or yeah, new, new? Okay, I haven't seen it then. You haven't seen it? No. Last thing I saw with Sandler was Uncut Gems. Yes, it's definitely after that, which wasn't very good. Although, like, do you consider Adam Sandler to be one of the greats in movies? Well, he does get the kiss Salma Hayek in two different movies. So okay, well, and that and gives you a lot right and, there, and grown ups and grown ups too. Yeah, I don't think there was a lot of tongue involved there. Well, there was one scene where he got after a little bit. Um, okay, you think he purposely 
said, I've never kissed Salma Hayek. I want to put her in this movie and oh, yeah. cast her there. Like, she'd well, be he put perfect his, as my wife. He had to balance out all his buddies coming in, you know, Schneider mm-hmm. and Spade. Yeah, and they're all, all in there. Kevin James. Shaq <laughs> um, and Dan Patrick. That was a great line somebody used in one of the rows. They said David Spade was sitting there waiting for Sandler to write Grown Ups 3 so he could get another, have another job. But uh, I think actually David Spade's really funny. But, you know, like, I, wa- I think I've seen every movie Adam Sandler's done. There aren't that many great ones. There, there's always, like, they're entertaining. Yeah. Like, I loved Funny People for the first hour and two minutes. And then it just went off the rails and got bad. Yeah, there's a couple pretty stupid ones. Yeah. I mean, Happy Gilmore's a good I That's probably his. Do you think that's his best movie? I would say yes. Yeah. The golf pat part of it makes it makes it that much better. It does help. Hustle is the uh, the name of the movie. Okay, I haven't seen that. But... Yeah, just was made this past year, 2022. But I guarantee you, you would enjoy it. Like, yeah, I'll, 100%. Maybe I'll watch it tonight you would enjoy the it. football game. No, watch the football game. It'll be on the second TV. So you can have TV. something to talk about. It'll be on the second TV. But you got to pay attention to Hustle. I've got to pay attention to all movies as a, as a rule when I watch them. I know, them. but I'm sure you half-ass watch some of the movies. Yeah. So, But yeah, Hustle, if you haven't seen it, really good. And that is a uh, Adam Sandler movie. All right, that'll do it for hour number one. Lots to talk about. We'll continue to talk about the uh, the basketball team and certainly more about the national championship we'll game tonight. We'll talk some recruiting in the second hour. Yeah, Gators got a uh, another guy from a big school. So that'll help set a position of need. Be right back here on the tailgate. WRUF Gainesville U251CG Gainesville from the Spurs. We listen. You wanted the easiest car buying experience ever. So we're giving you the easiest car buying experience ever. Your schedule doesn't have time for five hours in a car dealership. Work, kids, soccer practice, grocery runs, jury duty. Really? That again? Gatorland Toyota puts your convenience at the top of the list. With Express Shopping, you can browse our incredible selection and buy your vehicle entirely from the comfort of your home. Financing, paperwork, trade appraisal, even the pricing can be done remotely. No need to come to the dealership. Gatorland Toyota delivers your new car to you. And what if that car was fully customized? With our pre-order program, it's easier than ever to get the exact vehicle you want from headlights to trunk. Have a vehicle to trade or sell? Even if you don't buy from us, we'd love to take it off your hands and give you a top dollar offer that you're sure to love. Come experience how Gatto's got it at Gatorland Toyota today. Visit GatorlandToyota.com for the easiest car buying experience ever. Got chronic joint pain but want to avoid steroids and surgery? Take some advice from pro football legend Emmett Smith. Call QC Kinetics. Let QC Kinetics help you improve your quality of life with biologic therapies that get your body to repair and restore damaged tissue. These exciting new regenerative treatments from local medical professionals can help your body heal itself with lasting pain relief. Trust me, you want to avoid surgery if you can. Check out these biologic treatments to see what your options are. QC Kinetics, restorative, regenerative solutions with no downtime, no surgery, no drugs. I'm talking about joint pain we all can relate to in your knees, your shoulders, your hips, and your lower back. They'll get you feeling good again. Get relief now. What are you waiting on? Make the call to QC Kinetics. Tell them Emmett Smith sent you. Call QC Kinetics, 352-400-4550. That's 352-400-4550. 352-400-4550. 
Since 1971, Meldon Law has been dedicated to giving back to our community. Its Veterans Making a Difference program honors over 20,000 veterans in North Central Florida. We're here for our veterans, our community, and we'll be there when you need someone on your side after a serious accident. Meldon Law is the only official injury law firm partner of the Florida Gators. Now, with offices in Gainesville, Ocala, and Lake City, MeldonLaw.com. Things have certainly got a little out of hand lately when it comes to just buying our everyday necessities. Just look at gas, streaming services, and heck, even chicken wings. Well, there is one necessity that shouldn't cost a ton, and that's taking care of yourself and helping fix all the aches and pains in life. And the fine folks at Titan MRI agree. With costs a fraction of what you'd pay at a hospital, you'll not only save money, you'll be taken care of by staff with over 20 years of scanning experience. Titan MRI is the only locally owned and operated MRI center in town and has offices in Gainesville and Lake City. And the great part about going there is you can park right out in front of the office. There's no long walks from a parking garage. The average scan time is just 15 minutes. So you can get back on your way with doing whatever it is you do in no time. With nothing but five-star reviews, they'll give you the five star treatment titan mri is a place where your doctors are sending their family so when you need an mri call titan first and you'll burst into smiles that it'll be the best thing you ever did for yourself this program is paid for by talking reds llc the tailgate with jeff cardozo and pat dooley is on the air quiet on the set we're all sound action you can be part of the show by calling 392-TALK that's 392-8255. Or hit the guys up on social media by tweeting to at Jeff Cardoza UF and at Pat underscore Dooley. The grill is hot and the beverages are ice cold. It's time to tailgate. Here's Jeff and Pat. All right, we are back for the second hour, brought to you by Melvin Law. They won't back down. Who was it that I saw or heard playing it at the end of the third quarter? An NFL team. I can't remember what game that was. Um, trying to think, because Karen and I were watching it together. It was one of the 4 o'clock games. The one that was on TV was what? On regular TV. Was... I can't think. The Giants-Eagles? Yeah. So the game was in? Philly. So Philly. They were playing, I won't back down. She goes, they stole that from us. I go, no, it's Tom Petty owns it. (laughs) Florida doesn't own anything. Well, um, Tim Tebow now owns another Hall of Fame accolade to his resume. The 2023 College Football Hall of Fame class announced uh, just a little bit ago and 18 – Different people make it. 18 former first-team All-Americans. Yeah, there's, there's a lot. But the, the, the headliners. Not that Tebow should be number one. Sure. Yeah, yeah. Tebow, Reggie Bush is in there, so they can't okay. take that away from him. And how so about uh, how about Mark Rick? He gets in. Uh, wow. You don't uh, – I'm not going to – I mean, I feel bad for the guy. I mean, obviously he's struggling with Parkinson's and everything, but – so I'm glad. Maybe they put him in because this could be the last yeah. thing he could ever do. But uh, some some. But I mean, he didn't win that no, much. Never really won. Ton, uh, right? I don't, I don't. Eric Berry makes it. Michael Great Bishop, player. Michael Bishop, remember the old Kansas quarterback State. in Kansas State. Yep. 
He was um, a guy that I actually did not vote for the Heisman or uh, didn't put him on the ballot because the coach would not let him talk to the media. I wow. Said, that, you, you are not experiencing it. Yeah. Although Johnny Manziel was the same way. I think I did stick him on the ballot somewhere. Dwight Freeney? Great pro. I don't remember him that much at Syracuse. Syracuse. Let me see if I can name all the schools. Okay. Robert Gallery. This was a good one. Yeah. Offensive the, uh, tackle. Iowa. Iowa. Very good. Lamich- was, I think he was a very high, or if not the number one pick. Yeah. Just never panned out. LaMichael James. Oregon. Yeah. Derek Johnson. Wow. I- linebacker. Alabama. Texas. <sighs> so there's 0 for 1. That's not 0 for 1. I That's know. like 5 for 1. Luke Keekley. Boston College. Yeah. Jeremy Macklin. Um, uh, I'm blanking on it. I know it. I can see it. I want to say Missouri, but I think that's wrong. Should say it. Missouri. <laughs> Good. This one. This one you may not get. Terrence Mathis. Uh, Utah State. New Mexico. Ah, dang it! Close I knew it was though. out there somewhere. Should be easy. Bryant McKinney. Miami. Yeah. Corey Moore. Was in college when I was in college. D lineman. Uh, no idea on that one. Virginia Tech. Okay. Michael Stonebreaker. Uh, Notre Dame. Yeah. Troy Vincent. Wow. Trying to think where he played college. Troy Vincent. Nah, no idea. Wisconsin. Okay. Brian Westbrook. Wisconsin. Brian Westbrook was Colorado. No. The the running back. Oh. The Eagles running back. That went to the Eagles? Yes. Westbrook was the guy who caught the pass Mm -hmm. from, um, I don't know. Villanova. Oh, that doesn't count. How can you get into a Hall of Fame when you're not even playing regular football? Do they even have a team anymore? And then the last one, good pro, D'Angelo Williams. Memphis. Memphis. In fact, I got one of the the things, I I, I think I still have it somewhere in my office, a race car with D'Angelo Williams' name on it that was a Heisman thing that they sent to everybody. And I said – well, I'm going to keep this forever, probably. Well, and that's how you remember the Oliver dude from Houston, right? Because yeah, they sent out the horse. I had that for a long time. I don't know what happened to it. I think it got when Karen purged my office and yeah. she got rid of a lot of cool things that I thought were cool yeah. that she didn't think were cool, like my desk. <laughs> um, but that was one. Remember when they? Well, this was way before your time. But Ryan Leaf, they sent an actual leaf. Oh wow! To all the Heisman voters. Nice. I didn't vote for. Them. As you shouldn't. All right, let's get some calls. Kick off the second hour. John joins us. Johnny, what's up? Hey, guys. Uh, not too much to talk about Georgia tonight, are we? No, don't really care. <laughs> hey, congrats to uh, to Tebow. Among all his accolades, I, one of my favorite was uh, when he beat uh, Herschel Walker's uh, SEC Russian record against Georgia. That was pretty cool. I mm-hmm. thought that was. And everybody's like, oh, it's Herschel Walker. Said, yeah, but you know what? Tim Tebow did it, did it in far less carries. I mean, just, <laughs> I had to just rub it in a little bit. And I don't remember but, Herschel throwing any passes either. Yep. Like 20, no, you're right. That's 25 <laughs> touchdowns as a sophomore. Pretty good. But, hey, you guys talk about Sandler movies. Like you, like you, Jeff, you just said it's like not too many great ones. Uh, I thought Waterboy was okay. I, I'll, I'll periodically pull it up just to get some of the quotes that are in it. And, uh, Waterboy, yeah. My, actually, Waterboy might be – the best one he ever did, although 
It's only because happy James, Gilmore James Bates good. is in it. That's yeah, the only that's reason. Not why. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, Happy Gilmore, oh, no, I think. Oh, we is. suck again. We suck again, you know. <laughs> yeah. but, you uh, can do it. Yeah, you're right. And then, uh, well, the only reason why I like this one, just go with it, when he was did the Hawaii trip with yeah. Jennifer Aniston, see her uh, in a bikini that's... and with uh, Brooklyn Decker. That's uh, And he did get uh, to kiss Andy... Brooklyn Decker in that movie, so he's got that and Salma Hayek, so he's doing all right. Right. Well, and then, uh, yeah, because Andy he's Ryan right in the movies. And Drew Barrymore and all those times. Him. Right. That's true. That was actually not a bad. 51st Dates was, I actually liked it. Yeah, that was a good movie. It yeah. was a good concept. Right. Um, let me ask you, Pat. You, I mean, you you know Jeff as well, but it's like it just it just frustrates me to see three point woes that we have. I mean, we've been gifted with guys in the past. I mean, somebody that I mean, I don't think was Lee Humphrey highly highly recruited. I mean, when he came in here. Uh, well, I mean, Tennessee wanted him, but right. I don't I don't know because he's from Tennessee. But I don't know that he was a big time. In fact, of those five guys, I. Th- I think Brewer was the only really like yeah all uh, like he was a McDonald's All American. Horford was right. a little bit of a project, as we know. Joe Kim Noah was a gigantic project. Project um, right. And then um, you know Torian was. I remember, and, and I, I'm telling stories on on uh, Billy Donovan right now. But when Torian committed, Billy Donovan called me and goes, "Hey, Duels." Here's Sidney Green's number. You might want to call him. We just got a we just got a big time player. And I go, uh, Torian? Goes, oh yeah, <laughs> we just got Torian. I go, well, you're not supposed to be calling me. But he was so excited about it that he called. Right. Me. He called. You know the other guy he called me on? There's only two guys he ever called me on: Torian Green and Nicolaitis. He called me to tell me that they'd gotten him, and he yeah, it was a big yeah. gap. Well, Parson was the better pick of that. Then he come come along with a deal with oh, yeah. Chandler yeah, Parsons, right? Yeah. Kind of a package deal. Package deal, and he was the better player. I mean, you know, Clay just went on and you know, had a couple of, you know, triple doubles here. But I was, I was never really impressed. I mean, well, Kalaitis uh, was it. a better player until Chandler's senior year, and then Chandler, I mean, was SEC Player of the Year. It's hard a to year, that. right? Yeah. But the reason I ask you about Lee Humphrey, I mean, it's just like it. it I mean, it, they don't grow on trees. I understand that, but it just seems that like. Why can't we find just a mid-range, somebody like a poor man's Jimmer Fredette to come in here and just, I mean, if, you, if you're getting these guys like uh, Castle and get back, you know, get back, why can't we just have somebody simple out there just staying out there and just can jack threes all day long? I mean, that's easier well, said than that. I got news for you. They're jacking them. <laughs> they just aren't making them. Oh, oh for 15, three for 20. I mean, I'm just, I'm, I'm so sick of that. I mean, I know it's just like we talk about the, you know, the lack of talent we have. Well, yeah, somebody could just sit out there. I mean, I don't care if they if they can hit like six or seven. I don't care if they play a look at defense. But that's that's my take on them. I just just wish we could find. Yeah, you know, just, I just I think the hard part about gym. that is if if that's all you can do. Like we we had the discussion about Lee Humphrey last week, yeah. where a lot of yeah. people thought he didn't play defense, but. You know, he was actually a pretty good defender, and it, it made a difference yeah. when he was on the court. Well, that was so late on his career, I know he he had some woes. I think his freshman yeah, year. Yeah, early on, sure. Yeah, but, but I, I mean, the, I think just people are so big now, and you know they can get out there and stop that kind of stuff. And you, you would have yeah. to scheme it up. And then if you know that's all he's doing, and there's no threat to do anything else, it makes it a little bit hard. But you would think that with a inside presence that you have to take away, which, yeah, as the, we know, Texas A&M was running three guys yeah. at Castle. And we, we saw yeah, several right. times in the Georgia game where 
Castleton was able to dish it out. The Gators just missed the three. Yeah. But and then he, I would he's right. That's not that's but, my point. But I, right, and I would but I would look down at Todd Golden, and Todd Golden would actually clap because yeah, you guys did the right thing. Now we just got to hit the shot. Yeah, shots. But I just John, well. what I don't understand is at and this like, level, well, Richard's not a bad shooter. I don't no, know, you know, I think there's a lot of guys that are you. You shouldn't at the University of Florida. And and this this happened what right before the Georgia game, the couple games before that, the Gators went through a span of hitting five out of forty one yep. three pointers. Like you could be, almost close your eyes at this level and be able to hit five out of forty one. So I think that's what's a little bit concerning. So I, I get your point. I understand. Like I mean, this is what they're here to do is make shots, and you got to yeah. be able to make shots. I mean, what were you guys thinking about in the first half when we were down twenty two to ten to Mike White? We we did you turn it off, Pat? I did, well, we I was there. there. Yeah, and but I, oh, I, you were there. Okay, I got you. I, I literally you. went over to Scott Carter, <laughs> who was sitting a couple seats down from me, and I said, "You know, Scott, I kind of needed to see this with my own eyes. Why? Right. Why they're so bad?" And then I go, "Now I get it. There's no energy on this team. There's no." And then all of a sudden, I think they call the timeout. It's twenty-three to ten, and uh, I don't know if he Next lit, it's like a lit a fire under him, but yeah, six I mean, run, you know, whatever. Yeah, but I mean, I think that's the kind of team they have. They're not overly talented, but um, you know, you're just trying to get the most that's out of trying. them. And I think that's he, I think they're they're definitely getting better. I will say this: they're not. I'm not saying they're shooting better, but when you get home, you're gonna you're gonna shoot a little bit better. But you know, that five right. for forty one was incredible because you're kind of going, well, why do you keep taking them then? Why why not make it five out of twenty one? <laughs> right. But you know. That's, but you get in the paint, and then the ball gets stolen. You know, guys get – shots get blocked, you know. Or or that. I mean, just, you know, when, like, Castle, he, he gets in the paint and he he tries to dribble. He needs to go straight up with the ball. And they really you know? only have one big man. I mean, that's yeah. it. That's all they've got. I mean, Fudge plays well at times, but he's not a big rebounder. Um, he's just not very physical. He needs to yeah. – and, and that's what Jatobo does, but then that's – then really he gets all three he fouls in like yeah. fifteen seconds, you know. Right. <laughs> so, hey, uh, put your TCU sh- or T-shirt on, Pat, tonight, and we'll holler at you guys later. See what happens. Thanks, John. All right, thanks. Sound off. One, two. I'm going sound off because I don't want to hear Kirk and Chris, who I both have tremendous respect for both of. I just don't want to hear them talking about how great George is. Yeah. I just don't want to hear it. Hard to listen to. Always love listening to Antonio, though. So let's do it. Hey, man. Hey, how y'all doing? Good. Good. All right. Dooley, I heard your, uh, Mr. Dooley, I heard your podcast last Monday. Correct me if I'm wrong, but speaking of this Georgia-Tennessee thing, I mean Georgia-TCU thing, correct me if I'm wrong, but did you say it could be worse Gator fans, uh, Tennessee could be playing for the national title? Yeah, it would be I worse. Oh, yeah. You bet. Oh, man. I, I'd rather see Tennessee than Georgia. At a national title, and the reason why is because to see Georgia win back-to-back national championships as a Gator fan, that being our biggest rival, I'd rather see Tennessee that in Georgia. To see that and know that, you know. Yeah, like it, it, it's pretty close there. But I will say this, okay, what if the game was Georgia versus Florida State for the national title? Who are you rooting for then? I'm sick. I'm already sick to see Georgia <laughs> win back to back, and I'm, but that'll be sick. Man. <laughs> what about Georgia Miami? Would you like that, Jeff? Uh, nope. <laughs> that would be oh, more yeah. awful oh, for yeah. me. Yeah, Jeff, you hate Miami yeah. because of the baseball rival. Yeah. Oh yeah. I think it's I because actually, of where he's from. He's from that area. 
Oh, oh, okay. South Florida so kids. So, so you know a lot of like, so you have a lot of family in Miami, basically, and got to hear them. Jeff, when you're when you're you were like six years old, why didn't your parents just go? We're we're gonna move out of the Florida sun because <laughs> Jeff is gonna get have all these problems with his fair skin and red hair. You know, we'll just move him to New York. Then they won't get as no much. No never never met you. No, I know. I'm just, I'm just curious. But no, it, it it does Antonio make it hard and um, and certainly tough to root for. And but I I think I would agree with you. I think yeah. it's harder to see Georgia in there than, than Tennessee. I have too yeah, many friends that are Georgia people. Right. I don't have any Tennessee friends. So I have oh, like, like for example, Claude Felton's one of the greatest guys in the world. You know that. Yeah. Um I, I you know, I we both like Will Muschamp. We um you know, uh, my brother in law is a big huge Georgia yeah, fan. Yeah, I mean so. I'm really close to the Georgia radio broadcast team and yeah. all that stuff. So yeah, no, I I get yeah, it, but it's just I think just from a fan standpoint, it's hard. But you, you yeah, because that's the problem for me. Because see, I have a lot of family that's from Georgia and live in Georgia. Yeah, and they dog fans. And one thing I always had on them because they lead the all time series. The one thing I always had on them was we have more Heisman titles over them. Yep. I mean, more Heisman trophies over them and more national titles. But after the night, I don't even have them bragging rights no more. <laughs> Well, I'm just trying to think of how many. Where did he get Trippy Herschel? Who is it? Is there a third one? Heisman. Heisman. I think it's two. Yeah, um, just two. yeah. So you still got that going for you, you know? Yeah. But not yeah, national titles may tie it up tonight. Yeah. So eighty. Eighty. In these last two and nine. three, yeah. Yeah. or one and two, and back, back to back, something Florida never done too. So I don't know. It's kind of personal. It's I get hard. It. It's very hard to Maybe win. Maybe we'll come in here happy tomorrow. But there also is this: the SEC would win another championship. It means yeah. more money for the conference. Don't care about that. I don't either. Yeah, I don't but care. I'm just, yeah, at this point, I'm with. You. I know I who Greg Sankey's rooting for tonight out there. Oh, I mean. sure. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah, I thought Hawaii State was going to take them, and the only reason for that was because. Out of in the last five years, if you look at the recruiting rankings, the only teams who match up with Georgia talent wise from a roster standpoint is Hawaii State and Alabama. Mm-hmm. And I knew that if they took Hawaii State, because I don't see no possible way TCU can beat them, or even if it was Michigan, because due to you know the talent level. You know what's interesting? I, I saw this today. Four and five star recruits. How many do you think are on Georgia's roster? Four, five star and four star recruits, Antonio. I'm gonna say about seventy five percent of the roster. Well, it's six and four star. Sixty six four and five star recruits. You know how many at TCU? How many? Seventeen. Wow. So there's a huge difference, obviously, in talent. But that's the way it's been for TCU for a lot of games this year. You know that team is. I would, if I was going to bet it, I would bet TCU to cover. They've covered all but three games, and they came within a point of covering all three of those games. So you think they cover the spread? I, well, I, I haven't seen. Well, like credit to TCU for what they've done. Nice Cinderella story, but I haven't, I haven't seen them face a team who has Georgia roster. No, and here's here's the problem. Here's what and what Georgia did to Alabama last year is it's a close game, tough game. You know. You think, oh, there's maybe a chance for them, and then all of a sudden they score, like Brock Bowers breaks a reverse or something. They score to go up 10 points, and then you've got a throw to get back in the game, and they pick one off and run it back. That's that's the scenario I can see happening where it ends up like 31, 
14. So then you'd, you'd lose the, the on the spread. The spread's, I think, 12 and a half right now. Yeah, 12.2 the last time I checked it. 12.2? Yeah. I, That's um, impossible. what I've seen. <laughs> Oh no, twelve no, not twelve point two. Uh it was twelve point something. Sorry about twelve point five, yeah. Yeah, twelve and a half. Yeah, 12, Thir- thirteen okay, yeah, I think it's where it's closed in a majority of the, the Vegas sports books, or at least where it is now. I want to know where Antonio's betting where you can get a point two. Yeah, it'd be sweet. <laughs> Take it. <laughs> yeah. All, right. All right, man. Thanks, Antonio. All right, have a good one. Yep, appreciate it. We need a break, so let's do that and uh keep it rolling. You're listening to the tailgate. Gainesville Sports Center, here's what's trending. No. On ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Good afternoon, I'm Jensen Young. The college football season officially comes to an end tonight with the national championship game between the undefeated defending champion number one Georgia Bulldogs and the 13-1 number three TCU Horned Frogs. Tune in for coverage of tonight's game right here at 6.30. The Gator basketball team hits the road heading to Baton Rouge to take on LSU tomorrow. The Tigers are 12-3 on the season, while the Gators are just one game over 500 with an 8-7 record. The Orlando Magic hit the court tonight against the Sacramento Kings. The Magic currently hold the 12th spot in the Eastern Conference with a 15-25 record, while Sacramento is in the playoff picture at the 5th seed with a 20-18 record. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Jensen Young. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM WRUF. Every morning, I get up, start the trek into town for a busy day ahead, and every morning, I kid you not, I pass an ugly green van or truck along the way, heading to work as well. But the best part of that sight is I know someone is about to be wowed with the craftsmanship and work ethic from days gone by with the technology of today, because that vehicle has vintage electric written across the side. And that quality is evident all over North Central Florida, and with more than two dozen licensed journeyman technicians, you can be assured that a call to Vintage Electric is a call you won't forget. Now, I'm sure there's tons of you out there with honeydews up the wazoo, and if any of those have to do with electricity, call Vintage Electric today. No job's too small, they do it all, from service upgrades to rewiring, appliance and AC circuits, and how about an entire smart home installation? That way, you can just ask Alexa to turn on the tailgate. So have them put their tailgate down, grab their tools, and sit back and know your electric job is going to be done right. Call up Vintage Electric today at 371-8021, or visit them online at vintageelectric.net. Hey y'all, it's Kyle from Leonardo's Millhopper. As we roll into holiday season, it's time to get the family together and enjoy the best pizza in Gainesville. You all know we make delicious pies and heavenly garlic knots, but we sell memories. So come down to our iconic location on 23rd Avenue to relive old ones and make some new ones. Relax with a few pints from our local breweries, beat the high scores on Galaga or Miss Pac-Man, pick up a gift card or t-shirt for that perfect stocking stuffer. See you soon. When the moon hits your eye like a big... Oh, I'm still recording. Oh, shit. In 1971, Meldon Law was established, and since that time, the firm has been dedicated to getting the justice its clients deserve after being seriously injured in an accident. Our commitment to this community is paramount, and we won't back down in representing our clients. Meldon Law is the only official injury law firm partner of the Florida Gators. Now, with offices in Gainesville, Ocala, and Lake City, MeldonLaw.com. We're proud to be your home for Gator women's basketball. You're listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. 
This is Gator Volleyball Head Coach Mary Wise, and you are listening to The Tailgate with Jeff Cardoza and Pat Dooley, right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. Meatball for seventeen of them. Well, it's easy. You can get a case of twenty-four for like twenty-five bucks, like a dollar a can. So maybe if I got them and flew out to SoFi and, and sold them out in the parking lot, I can make a fortune. But they can't bring them in. Drink them out there. So somebody else. I'll say, hey, we got this. Is where you want to get your beer. We're only charging fourteen dollars a beer. But yeah, some of the prices uh, coming out for the stadium tonight. Uh, if you want a piece of pizza, it's nine fifty. At the game, if you want a hot dog, it's nine dollars. Just a regular hot dog. There is no hot dog worth nine dollars. No, not even a Nathan's genuine Nathan's. Although, if you go to L.A., you have to get a Dodger dog because they're legit. Like it's how much? Well how much worth is that? It. Oh, it's probably like fifteen or seventeen. Uh, but it's a big hot dog. It doesn't matter. It's a hot dog. It's made out of. Oh, it's the experience of uh, pigs. Like I went to a certain restaurant the other day after, which was which was really cool. And real quick, I'll just mention this, but the uh, the new track, the indoor track, is now open. Oh yeah, at Celebration Point, it'll uh, get going this weekend. But it was uh, I heard it was, it was really nice. It was awesome. In fact, I was Lon Kruger was there. Yeah, I was talking to Coach Spurry. He said you did a great job. Well, thanks. Yeah, Spurry was there and. There was a. Uh, it was really cool, but it's uh, it's a Jimmy Carnes track yep. and very cool. Yeah, you know, to honor uh, Jimmy Carnes and he always envisioned something like this in Gainesville and you know Schwein. I don't think I did. <laughs> I don't think I saw. I mean, like it's that. it's going to bring in so many people to this area yeah. and all the the different things that it's going to happen. So Alachua County needed it. I heard a story that they're booked for the year. Yeah, already. totally booked for yeah. the year. Think on all the that. events. Yeah, that's cool. Re- really cool stuff. So I I went over to Celebration Point and ate afterwards and. You buy some stuff, but oh yeah, I bought I I paid ninety dollars for a bottle of wine that I could probably get in total wine for twenty five dollars. Yeah, I'm not sure. Depends. Uh, we'll talk off the air about what brand you got because the uh, you know there there's some expensive wines out in that area. Yeah, but they're, they're expensive anyway. Mm. Uh, they mark them up a little bit. This one was. A lot it, but it's all right. It was good. It was the experience. That's what I'm talking about. You can't not go to a nice dinner and get an awesome steak and not have like a red wine, and you're oh, gonna glass. pay for it. Yeah, no, buy the bottle. I just let Joe Calorio. Pay Don't for be a wuss. Yeah, you could do that. <laughs> Joe likes his Camus, which he does, is that's what I was talking about. Camus, Camus is sensational. It is. I'm not a wine drinker. It's the only wine I would. I would say is like, worth it. It's worth it. It's worth ninety dollars. That it is. I think it's actually more. Than but that. there, it's one hundred and seventy-five dollars. <laughs> it, it's not, not that much. It's because yeah. he got two bottles yeah. at one seventy-five at this place that I was at wow. for a bottle of Camus. Karen gave me a bottle one. You can year get it for seventy-eight at Total Wine for ninety. Yeah, is what she paid for. Yeah. That's wow. how it works. One seventy-eight. It's all right, Tony. What's up? Welcome to the tailgate. Hey guys, how are you? Fantastic. You got to be uh, like in heaven today with the Jags. 
Yeah, I'll, I'll get to that in a second. I wanted, while well, you guys were listening off all your best friends forever at the University of Georgia, I was thinking, <laughs> they can all go straight to hell. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I'm, trying to, I'm trying to soften the blow. That's all I'm trying to do. You guys are uh, talking movies. You guys know the most famous TCU guy in movies, right? Who? I know oh, the answer the to this. Wait a minute. Oh. Ah, really? Cheech? Well, no, Earl from the caddy, the other caddy. Oh, he, that's right. He was wearing a TCU right. cowboy was, hat yeah. in the. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, in the movie. No, he had a shirt, T-shirt. Yeah, yeah. TCU T-shirt. He was yeah. caddy. He was I, caddying I, in there. I am hoping to order one tonight. By yeah, the way. that'd be cool. Yeah, you and everybody else. Um, Let's make that a movement my, that if if TCU wins this game, we all buy TCU T-shirts. Yeah. If if TCU wins tonight, I'll wear a TCU polo to the Bob, and I'll sit right next to Jeff Sutton in the <laughs> golf cart with his Georgia crap from last year. Yeah, yeah, but unfortunately, you're probably going to be sitting next to him wearing Georgia stuff, and he maybe you could make yeah. a bet on the game, and you would have to wear Georgia stuff if. That's I'm I'm not taking any kind of bet like that. So. <laughs> we'll take the twelve um, and a half. I, I, we listened to most of the game on on Saturday. My. Uh, I don't get to play golf as much as I used to, and uh, so I, I played, and we were listening while we played, and um, turned it off when I was playing well. Turned it off when Florida got down 13 because I didn't want it to mess up my round, and then we turned it back on a few minutes later, and, and things had, had gotten uh, gotten better. It was cool that they honored Long Kruger. Was that just a big fat coincidence, or, or that was no, in the works? They had I don't know. If you weren't part of this, Jeff. The reception they had for him, mm-hmm. yeah, it was basically to. Because he went to the Hall of Fame. Yeah. The the basketball basketball Hall of Fame. Hall of Fame. So he was right. there, and it's then the weirdest thing. And then he was in town. He went to the uh, the opening of the track later on, because Fane, who he coached right. in college, yeah. was basically the guy that built it and got it all going. So it it all worked out. It was a good weekend. Yeah, it was really cool to see him back. A, a buddy of mine from the my my days in the mortgage business here in Jacksonville, Tim, he was a trainer on the 90, I think 92, 93, and, and 94 uh, basketball teams. So whenever they honor those teams, he gets to be a part of it. And I know he, he really enjoys that. He was down there awesome. um, on Saturday as well. So, yeah, and Andrew uh, DeClerc but, was there that night too. Oh, so getting to see Andrew was cool and a lot, yeah. of, a lot of fun stories. Krug's a class act, man. He mm-hmm. just um... – Obviously, he t- couldn't take it anymore, not being able to get players here because basketball wasn't yeah. a big deal, and then Billy changed all. Yeah, that. he he retired, and um, one of his assistants at Florida, Kirk Spearall, he was coach at UCF when I was down there for basketball. And, yeah, um, and Kirk Kirk's retired now too. So, um, in fact, that makes me Tim feel old. Me this, well, Tim would always tell me the story of Kirk's son Drew. I think is like either an assistant AD somewhere, or he's like a, uh, working for a conference as an administrator or something, but. Um, when, when Spiroff's kid was like three or four years old, he'd beg all the trainers and college kids for you know some change to get a soda or something behind his dad's back. So <laughs> that was always a story I liked. But uh, anyway, yeah, we'll talk about the Jaguars, the, the greatest team in history of the NFL, uh, a little bit later on this week with you guys. Sounds good, Tony. Thank you. All right. Nine and eight. Like, give them credit. Yeah. One when they had to. Defense did it, not even Trevor Lawrence. Uh, that was um... – I, it didn't bother me. Like I don't have that hatred for the Jaguars I used to have. I'm kind of okay with yeah, it. Yeah, that's good. Close by. I think maybe I don't know. Urban kind of softened it because I I wanted Urban to do well because I Urban and I had a good relationship. Still mm-hmm. do, but um, 
the reasons I didn't like them are are numerous and stupid. Okay. Okay. Let's hopefully you get over that. I'm over it now. There you go. But I'm not gonna say I'm rooting for him. Palin, welcome to the tailgate. Hello. Um, I was just calling. Let, uh, hey guys, I was just calling. To let y'all. Uh, you were talking about George's previous Heisman winners. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Uh, the other one pre Herschel was um, not Charlie Trippy. He was a runner up to some guy. Uh, that's right. It was Sinkwich. Yeah. Yes, Sinkwich. Yeah. My uh, bad. Yeah, good correction. Yes, um, and I think Stetson Bennett was the first time George has had a nominee since Herschel. I'm probably wrong. I could. I'm almost certain I am. A but. finalist? Yeah. Um, I can't think. I mean, I don't think Heinz Ward was. I'll look that maybe, up during the break, though, for you uh, to see if they've had any may, other Heisman maybe finalists. Ter- may, maybe Terrell Davis was my guess, but that's. He he wasn't uh, at Georgia. He was kind of a guy who got shoved to the side. Yeah, and th- then he went to Denver. Yeah, he had an ACL, I think. He went to okay, Denver just, and all of a sudden came out of nowhere. So I don't know. If, I don't think he was. I'm just throwing. I'm just. I'm just, yeah, just names, trying to throw some names out. I know yeah, it wasn't that, wasn't Buck Ballou. I know that. Yeah, <laughs> and um, for I guess before I go, I just because uh, I am a Georgia fan here. Um, I want to congratulate Florida on the win Saturday. I'm I'm, I'm not going to be one of those Georgia fans who wants the get all cocky and arrogant sure i'll I'll give due where due is due so do you think florida fans should root for georgia tonight because it's an sec thing um would you root for florida let's put it that way if they were playing tcu for the national title no i I wouldn't and i i don't don't expect i don't expect florida to do it either good (laughs) keep that rivalry going yeah you, you, yeah. you get too much of it in this town, I'm sure. It, it, it's one of those things. Now, if Georgia does win down the road, Florida fans can use it as bragging rights for, you know, SEC, SEC. But but right now, no, I, if I were a Gator fan, I wouldn't do that. Yep, hard to see it for sure. Yep. All right, Palin, thank right. you. Good stuff. Yeah, there's a yep. reason why they have 66 five- and four-star recruits. Mm-hmm. And it and they're going. It's only going to keep going like that. If they know. keep winning. Yep. All right, we're going to keep going right after this break. We'll come back and uh, keep the phone calls coming in three nine two eight two five five to join us here on the tailgate. This is Hub Brown, Dean of the College of Journalism and Communications here at the University of Florida, and you are listening to ESPN ninety eight one FM eight fifty AM WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. Yes. It's hot out, an obvious observation that everybody knows about, and the last thing you need is your AC unit deciding to shut down on you. Well, if it unfortunately does, I've got an obvious choice to call. That is Crystal Air and Water, and they're going to be there to take care of you, 100% service satisfaction guaranteed. Whether you're in Alachua, Archer, Gainesville, Hawthorne, High Springs, Melrose, Micanopy, Newberry, Stark, Williston, or anywhere in between, Crystal Air is a phone call away. They service and install all the top national brands and their Licensed technicians will help you feel comfortable from start to finish. So make the call, 333-0460, Crystal Air and Water. They aren't comfortable until you are. License number CMC, 1249384. Summertime means fun time. It's a chance to get out and enjoy all the great things here in North Central Florida and beyond. Getting outside and getting after it again can be awesome, but turn into all full pretty quickly if you don't stretch or if you're just old like Pat Dooley. 
So if you have a mishap with some aches and pains and need any type of chiropractic treatment, there is nobody better in town than Dr. Paul Gardner. At Gardner Chiropractic and Injury, they have affordable, no-stress care. From sports injuries to chronic pain and headaches that won't go away, they've got many therapies that will get you better. They can even order MRIs, ultrasounds, CAT scans, x-rays, and blood work to get you all diagnosed the right way. Gardner Chiropractic and Injury Center has been making the people of Gainesville feel better for a really long time. Located right next to Gainesville Health and Fitness on University Avenue, finding them is as easy as getting better. So give them a call today at 727-4438. As you look online at all the Facebook pages, the TikToks, and the tweets, there are resolutions everywhere. Heck, even Dooley is resolving to lift some weights and not to suck at golf so badly this year. So I told him the one-stop shop to fix up both is Play It Again Sports. If you have things you want to get better at for 2022, check out their bikes, their exercise equipment, their gloves and bats, and even their slew of Frisbees for a little Frisbee golf. They are the place for just about anything. And if you have anything just laying around don't use anymore, well, bring it in for some cold hard cash or trade it up for something snazzy play it again is the perfect place to find whatever you are looking for and it's located right on university and 34th street so it's easy to find and i'm there all the time so i just might see you at play it again sports from the uf weather center here is your wruf weather update Temperatures getting cold tonight. They'll drop into the low 40s by early tomorrow morning. Winds from the north, partly cloudy skies early, turning mostly sunny tomorrow afternoon. We'll have seasonably cool high temperatures getting to the upper 60s. Lows Wednesday morning in the low 40s again, but turning a little bit warmer by Wednesday afternoon. Abundant sunshine, highs in the lower 70s. From the UF Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Megan Borowski. And now, Dan Patrick Show. Dan Patrick. What do you do if you're the Raiders moving on from Derek Carr? Does it make sense that if Tom Brady wants to play next year, would he play for the Raiders? And and my source said, it's not a given that Josh McDaniels would want Tom Brady. He might want Jimmy G. The Dan Patrick Show. Dan and the Danettes and you. Weekday mornings at 9, right here on WRUF. Coming in February, Florida Gators softball. Right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. And anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. And now, more of the tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley. Here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. And online at WRUF.com. You had a question, I have an answer. The only other finalist, and again, they didn't start finalists till 82, for the Heisman Trophy, young Garrison Hurst, in 1992, finished, ended up finishing third in the voting, actually had a better year than Herschel the year he won the Heisman. Mm. So he had about 40 more yards and four more touchdowns. So He was good. He was he very was good, good, but he wasn't good enough to beat Florida. Nope, that is true. That Spurrier 11-1 record against Georgia might be his greatest accomplishment. Pretty special. He took it seriously. (laughs) That he did. Uh, And this is uh, serious. I wish it wasn't, but Cam Rising has announced he's coming back, so Uh Gators will have to face him in Utah next year to start off the year. So Utah gets their very talented quarterback back. I mean, he's great. Uh, You saw him here. 
with really good um, – they're going to be tough next year. That's yeah. going to be a tough opening game. It's going to be even tougher, I think, than the previous year because the swamp kind of carried Florida to win there. Yep. It was yeah. pretty electric. Though. That place is – Rice-Eccles is tough. Tough place to play. We shall see. All right, back to the phones. Butch is ready to chat. Hey, Butch. Hey, I got three questions for you guys. All right. Question number one is a women's basketball question. University of Connecticut. Gino Ariema has been out for a month. I have searched the internet. What in the world is wrong with Gino Ariema? Well, I didn't know that he'd been out for a month. I know his assistant, his number one assistant, had some health problems, and maybe he does too. I'll. She- I'll see if I can check well, on that. No, she did early in the year. She collapsed on the court. And, yeah. But it was like fainted. She didn't go into cardiac arrest. But then he has been sick, and he says he's just not up to – he can't return. I just can't get my energy back, he says. Well, a month is a long, long time to be sick. So. Yeah, I, anyway. I'll, I'll see what I can find on that. I wasn't that um, invested in it, but I will try to find out. Question number two. What is the, is that an indoor stadium tonight or an outdoor stadium? Half and half. <laughs> the roof is o- closed and then the sides are open. So if it rains, well, it can what, like rain inside, but not okay, over well, the I field. Okay, I wonder how bad the weather is going to be. Tonight. Yeah, it's actually supposed to rain this afternoon. Still some of that stuff. Oh, I think they said 90% of California is under a flood watch. Yeah, think about but that. It, it, won't affect, it won't affect the field. So the field will be protected. Yep. Okay, and I had question number three, and you guys spurred it in my mind, and now I can't think of what it is, so I guess I'll let you go. So. All right. Thank yeah, you, Butch. All, all I can find on Oriema is that he's been out with an illness, and that's all they're saying. He is the same age as me, so I can understand how he feels. <laughs> yeah, but, I mean, I'm I'm older. I'm 75. I'm older than both you guys, and I'm thinking, damn, if I'm sick for a month, I'm sick. So Yeah, who knows? You know, it could, and, it could and, be COVID. It could be it's got some other kind of problem. I, I I guess they're keeping it close to the vest because there's nothing, no information out there. But I, uh, I wasn't even aware of it. That tells you how quiet it's been. Other than being better looking than Pat Dooley, our health uh, issues are about the same. So I would agree I with that. Look to you, Pat. I don't know how to make you better looking, but you know I can't do anything about that. So <laughs> see you later. Thank you, Butch. I'm not going to argue with Butch. I mean, Damn. there's a lot of people that agree. Luckily, there were two women who did not agree, and they married me. Crazy. It is crazy. And how somehow both of my daughters are gorgeous. Yeah. So I definitely married the right genes. That's what it's all about. Adam, what's up? Or the milkman was involved and you just don't know it. <laughs> Could have been. Hey, what's Adam. Milk. Like there's such a thing as a milkman anymore. Uh, the Amazon driver. The, Amazon, the prime driver. Yeah. You got to watch out for these UPS drivers too, man. Yeah. Yep. You know, they tend to order a lot of shit, man. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, man. Uh, Jeff, Pat, man, it's great to talk to you guys. You're having a great show as usual. Um, I've got a few couple of uh, ridiculous questions, I guess. I could look the stuff up on Google. I'm just, I just got home, man, and uh, um, I was listening to the Sports Center earlier, and uh, Steve was saying that the girls or the women, the gymnastics, they did fantastic on this quad match this past weekend. What was what was the end result of that? Like, did did, did UF like just? Yeah, it wasn't even close. They won like one ninety seven to one ninety four. Had a great, but the the thing that was amazing about it was for an opening night, that's a an incredible score, and for Trinity Thomas to get a ten, uh, her first night, first you're not supposed to get tens in your first no. games of the year, but that's was just. That on the- was that on the beam? Pat? It was on the it was on the beam, yeah. She's she is next to incredible, man. I'm really trying to get uh we're over here in Ocala 
I'm trying to uh, – I'm from Gainesville, born and raised. But I'm um, trying to get um, my wife over there to kind of check that out. So we're we're up against Auburn this, this coming up weekend, right? Yeah, good luck trying to get a ticket for that, to be honest with you. I mean, they had 8,900 for that, that which was uh, – but, again, people aren't going to see West Virginia. Or Ball State or Lindenwood. They're going to see Trinity Thomas and the Florida Gators. And yeah. They are. Uh, it's a different crowd than than uh, what normal. What a normal. I don't want to say normal Florida crowd, but obviously for basketball and other sports, it's a very young crowd and a bunch of a lot of kids go. You know, a lot of teenagers go. They they love it, and uh, I know um, Auburn is going to be an interesting crowd. I mean, that's going to be that place. They're going people are going to be hanging from the ceilings because they're going to get to see wow. two of the greatest gymnasts. Mm-hmm. So are they all electronic uh, tickets, or how, how's that? How's that I think going? you can go I mean, online. Uh, it's good, yeah, and and get them. Um, I think I don't know if you need to have um, StubHub or not StubHub um, Ticketmaster right. account to get them. Well, I'm sure you could get them, but I would go quickly. Let's just put it that quick, way. Quickly. And, w- and when does the match start this uh, Friday? Friday, six forty-five. All their matches start at home matches start at six forty-five. Oh, I thought it was 545. Okay, cool. We can make that. Um, all right, great, man. Thanks for answering those questions. I know I could have looked it up, man, but I appreciate it. All right, Adam. All right. Hey, listen, man, yep. uh, about, about the Georgia TCU game, Bubba, um, anybody out there who's, um, you know, thinking about uh, pulling for Georgia, all they need to remember is the stomp in the swamp, baby. That that will that will always be their, their uh, nail in the coffin for me. Go Gators. One in the swamp, though. Yeah. And Jackson's in stomping Jacks. Yeah, they, yeah, good point. Look, I'm rooting for TCU. I think I've made that pretty clear. But I'm trying to soften what a, the expected blow. And it's going to be hard for all Gator fans to deal with a back-to-back Georgia National Championship. It's hard to do that, too. Mm-hmm. I give them credit. Very hard. All right, we got to take one final break, so we'll knock that out now. Come back and get a few more phone calls to seal the deal on a Sonic Sound Off Monday here on the tailgate. Gainesville Sports Center. Here's what's trending now on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8:50 AM, WRUF. Good afternoon. I'm Jensen Young. The college football season officially comes to an end tonight with the national championship game between the undefeated defending champion number one Georgia Bulldogs and the 13-1 number three TCU Horned Frogs. Tune in for coverage of tonight's game right here at 6.30. The Gator basketball team hits the road heading to Baton Rouge to take on LSU tomorrow. The Tigers are 12-3 on the season while the Gators are just one game over 500 with an 8-7 record. The Orlando Magic hit the court tonight against the Sacramento Kings. The Magic currently hold a 12th spot in the Eastern Conference with a 15-25 record, while Sacramento is in the playoff picture at the 5th seed with a 20-18 record. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Jensen Young. ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. You spoke, we listened. You wanted the easiest car buying experience ever. At Gatorland Toyota, we give you the easiest car buying experience ever. With Express Shopping, you can shop and buy your vehicle entirely from home. We'll even deliver your car to you. Want a customized Toyota? With our pre-order program, you can get the exact Toyota you want. And if you have a vehicle you'd like to trade or sell, we'll buy it whether you buy from us or not. Come experience how Gettles got it at Gatorland Toyota today. Visit GatorlandToyota.com for the easiest car buying experience ever. 
Life is short, and if we spend our time suffering with pain and it takes away our joy, that's not a very good way to live. He's right. It's hard to be happy when you're in constant pain. QC Kinetics patient Chad admits the chronic pain in his knee really robbed his quality of life. When I was going to the traditional doctor and getting the pain pills, my smile wasn't as big as it usually is. Going to my high school reunion on crutches, it was awful. But then Chad visited QC Kinetics. He experienced the real power behind natural regenerative treatments. Using healing properties from his own body, QC Kinetics was able to restore and repair damaged tissue, finally giving Chad lasting relief with no drugs, no surgery, and no downtime. And I'm feeling on top of the world because of QC Kinetics. Learn how advanced regenerative medicine can help your body heal itself at QC Kinetics. Call now for your free consultation. Call QC Kinetics 352-400-4550. That's 352-400-4550. In Gainesville, Ocala, and the Villages, 352-400-4550. Here's an unexpected, unplanned, and unprecedented buying opportunity from International Diamond Center. A massive store-wide clearance sale. Now through January 15th, IDC's on a mission to clear out excess inventory. We've slashed prices on a multi-million dollar selection of rings, earrings, pendants, bands, bracelets, and more. You save 20, 30, even 40% on selected pieces of exquisite jewelry. And because IDC doesn't play the mark-up-to-mark-down game, you know these discounts are the real deal. Hoop earrings. Save 33% off IDC's already low price. Diamond stud earrings marked down 28%. Fashion bracelets 30% off. Fancy yellow diamonds save an incredible 40%. Extreme values in virtually every category. If you have a special occasion coming up this year or if you just love an unbelievable deal, you can't miss this special savings event. It's IDC's surprise clearance sale with unprecedented discounts store-wide. Outrageous savings. Now through Sunday, January 15th only and only at International Diamond Center. Get showroom direction store hours and learn more at shopidc.com. Starts tonight at 6:30 right here on ESPN 98.1 FM 8:50 AM WRUF. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max weekday mornings at six right here on ESPN 98.1 FM 8:50 AM WRUF and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. The tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley continues. Here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. And on your phone with the WRUF radio app. I'm thinking about going to that mustache. A little handlebar. Like a guy on Judge Duty. <laughs> After the five head battle that we just had on there, it was good. He looks like Pat Riley on the top and Raleigh Fingers on the stash. <laughs> More like uh, Ronnie Munn, the limo driver. But, um, yeah, he's an odd-looking dude. Anyway. All right. We can't tell you if David's odd-looking, but we like talking to him. David, what's up, man? <laughs> yeah. Hey, Pat, I think Jeff was trying to suggest that back when you had your kids, we still had milkmen. <laughs> yeah. I, well, the first one we might have. Eh, I don't even know if back in then. That would have been 19... 19- Eight, 80? Milkman probably stopped in the 50s. Yeah. Had to have, right? 
Yeah, you just, all you did was put your empty milk up. Yeah, and they just come think out about and that refill it. Yeah. I think I think I actually think I was born in the late '60s, and I actually uh, think I remember. Uh, really? A couple, yeah. I can tell yep. you there was there were none in St. Augustine. Uh, yeah, well, this was in uh, down in South Florida. So. Um, well, they're more sophisticated yeah, down there. <laughs> on the game tonight, I, I personally I think if if you're 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 a Gator fan, you can't root for Georgia. I, I don't think you're a true Gator fan if you're rooting for Georgia tonight. Mm-hmm. Um, personally. Um, I think there are some people it, that that put that aside, and they they will root for the SEC. But there aren't many of them. I agree with you on that. I was going to ask Jeff this question, but we're running out of time. And, and let me ask you: Can you be a, all three teams from the state of Florida qualified for the playoffs? Right, first mm-hmm. time since '99. We talked about that. Can you be right. a fan of more than one team from the state of Florida? Uh, like, could uh, you root for the Bucks and the Jaguars? Pat. I'm glad you brought that up because I actually called and talked to Steve today, and I said that if if you're one of these people that roots for two NFL teams, you're not a true fan. I'm sorry, uh, you you got to have one team. And then I don't know, some guy called up and says, "Ah, you tell me I can't root for the Jaguars and the Packers." Yeah, I am. You know what? <laughs> if you're a passionate fan, if you're a passionate fan. You have one team. Period. David's on That's the fan police. Thing. He's he's going to straighten him out. Yeah. What about me? I don't have any teams. I use, I use negative root NFL games. <laughs> root against the Cowboys. Now root against the Packers. I don't have to worry about that yeah. anymore. Well, I'm a Cowboys fan. So. <laughs> yeah. I don't even know why I don't like the Cowboys. They were so bad yesterday, too. They were bad. That's, that was, yeah. That, that's going to yeah. be tough. They've got to come to Tampa now. Mm. And they, uh, yeah. they suck on, and they suck on grass. They were one and four this year on the road on grass. Wow. So yeah, the Bucks, they, Bucks you know what? They yeah, there goes Dak goes. If Dak has a good game, you know, they usually win. But yeah. Uh, he did not have one yesterday, I can tell you that. And yeah. and the great thing is I, we get six playoff games this weekend sprinkled out, you know, it's yeah. it's great. It's gonna be a fun yep. weekend. And we got yep. good golf. Do you watch any of the golf? No. That was pretty good. All right, guys. Go TCU. All right, David. Gotcha. Yeah. And we uh, echo those horn, thoughts. Horn frogs, man. Spitting blood out of their eyes. That's what a horn frog does to confuse its prey. Yeah. I wish I had that power. If I could have one power, well, maybe flying. What would be your one power? Flying? Being invisible. You see, you're always thinking about Selma Hayek. It's unbelievable. It has nothing to do with no, Selma No, and it totally Hayek. has to do with her. You would no. sneak up behind her and grab her breath. No, I would <laughs> go into like important meetings with the like president and hear what they're talking about or <laughs> things like that. Like I think it'd be fascinating to no. see how much people lie and what cheat about and physical invulnerability? That'd be a good one to have. Don't get old. Get hurt? Don't ever die. Mm. What about, that would get old. What about spitting blood from your eyes? That wouldn't be bad. Be cool. Yeah, you wouldn't. You wouldn't have a lot of days. Yeah, you'd be grossing out people. Yeah, but you, people but, would back off from you. I promise you that. But you don't think you'd want to be invisible? Like no, you could. I could go to the game tonight. That would be on my. That would be way down the list. But you I can, would go with. I would go with invulnerability, so bullets couldn't hurt me or nothing could hurt me. Because how many times have you had a bullet? 
shot at you. So far, none. Right. But if it gets shot, I'm but done. But you want to go to the national title game, you can walk right in. If you're invisible. I got news for you. If you're Superman, you walk right in anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because who's going to stop you? Because your you're, uh, physical strength comes with the vulnerability. And you just tell the but guy. you're supposed to be the, incognito. The guy who's trying to pat you down, you're just going, calm down. I'm Superman. <laughs> so you just walk in, and then you fly around the stadium and watch it. Or you can just fly around the stadium and watch it. It's got a roof. You could fly around the below part of it. <laughs> I would love to be Superman if I could be one other person than I am. And there, it, there's only two or three others that I would like to be other than me. Iron Man. I would look. Uh, it's no kind of the same thing. You're just in a suit, though. You're just smart. His yeah. power was brains. Because that created the suit. But he was vulnerable, as we found out. Mm-hmm. Spoiler alert! <laughs> but, so you'd want to be, did you ever see The Invisible Man? No. I think it was, was it Lon Chaney that was in that? I don't know. I think it was. But anyway, um, nah, I had no interest in that. You could walk right so in, you, wanna, you, you wanna, could walk right into a bank vault and just take money. You could if you were Superman, too. No, you couldn't. Who's going to stop you? People would know you did it. You're invulnerable. So what? It's like Hancock. I don't know. I think the opportunity to go to any event you want, because you could just be invisible there watching it, would be pretty cool. I could still go to any event I want. That's not true. Yeah. You can't get a press pass to boxing. You're saying that if I was Superman, if I had invulnerability and super strength, I couldn't go to any event I wanted. I could just bend their little batons. <laughs> but then people would I don't see know how we you, got on this and they wouldn't like you anymore, and then you wouldn't be a true Superman. I wouldn't care. I can do whatever I want. All right. Well, we liked uh, all of you that called today. Appreciate everybody for doing so, making our uh, Monday fun. Again, go TCU, as we have heard uh, many times today. Whatever happens, we'll talk about it tomorrow and have some fun, as we always do, here on the tailgate. For Patrick, I am Jeffrey. See ya. See ya. WRUF Gainesville. U251CG Gainesville. From the Spurrier's Gridiron Grill Studios. We are ESPN 981 FM, 850 AM, WRUF.